Hey everybody, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of So How'd You Get Here? I'm one of your hosts, Angelo. And I'm Tony. Hey, welcome to the show. Uh, coming at you from uh, Memorial Day weekend in Hollywood. Just want to say hi. Thanks everybody who uh, continues to listen every week. Hit that uh, like button or if even better, hit subscribe. smash that subgri- yeah. subscribe button. That's the best. Um, let's see. Let's just uh, get into it. Today, uh, our guest, uh, we're bringing him in from uh, Jersey. He's an East Coaster. Been out in L.A. for a little while. He's a writer and a producer. And, um, and an Academy Award winner, by the Co- way. Oh, yeah, that one little detail. Academy Award winner. Not sure if you heard of a movie called The Black Klansman, but uh, we're bringing in today one of the writers. Uh, I'd like to welcome to the show David Rabinowitz. Did I pronounce your name correctly? You nailed it. Nice. Done. All right. Well, thank you, man, for being on the show today, coming in. Appreciate you giving up uh, a Sunday and uh, coming in and uh, chatting with us. So, of course, let's get started. I mean, just uh, like every show, let's kind of just dive in and, um, you know, where are you from? How'd you get started? How'd you get into writing? All the good stuff. So, I am uh, from Jersey, okay. although I, I'm not coming out uh, today from Jersey. No, 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 no. 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 You've been no. in LA for I've been in LA yeah. for almost a decade. Nice. But we um, need East Coast representation. Yeah. There you go. I, I agree. All right. All right. Um, yeah, so I, I grew up in jersey east brunswick is okay. the town and um i i found out at like second grade that i liked writing oh um that was it was because i was in this uh i was in elementary school and my teacher did a thing called writer's workshop which is probably like once a week she gave us some time just to like write like creatively Creative art, yeah. which like blew my mind because normally when you're writing in school it's like an essay and yeah it's like uh, not fun, and this when I did it, it, like it didn't feel like school anymore, um, and it, I started writing like short stories. Like I still remember like the first short story that, that I wrote. That is a good teacher, life. by the way. Yes, that is, Mrs. Yeah. Warren. Yes, Mrs. Warren. Shout remember. out to Mrs. Shout Warren. Out. Warren, thank you. Hey. Appreciate that. Um, so yeah, like I literally like I was I would just like write these short stories, and it was like a lot of fun. Um, Do you remember what the basis of like your first couple were? Or? I remember my first short story. It was called The Haunted House. Ooh. Was it about a haunted house? It was about a haunted house. <laughs> no one. <You> got it. <laughs> um, Who yeah. owns the options for that? Uh, no one yet, but okay. maybe I should pitch it to you. Let's right? talk yeah. afterwards. Okay, okay, so there's a haunted house. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. So. <laughs> um, and uh, look, for some reason at the time, like uh, I guess you don't have the self-awareness when you're a second grader to know, like, oh, I really like this. Maybe I should do this. Mm-hmm. I thought I was like... Uh, a math or science or um, astronomy person. So I didn't really like pursue it until I still kind of dabbled in writing throughout like middle school and whatnot. But it wasn't until high school when I started like getting into movies in a serious way. Like I always loved movies. I always loved going to the theater. Same. Uh, But then there's a point and you, you guys probably feel the same way. Like there's a point where like it switches from just like the movies that like everybody watches to you get like you, you go a degree or two yeah. further where you're like oh like i'm watching these classic movies right i'm watching these indie movies i'm watching these like movies that aren't from the u.s yeah and it kind of expands your 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 mind absolutely and to be like oh wow like i didn't know movies could be like this you know and you know at that point yeah i was like when um how old were you when you started switching or if you can remember uh, moment when you started going from I want to I don't want to be a just a, a spectator anymore I might want to participate in making those uh, I was probably like 15 or 16 a couple of things happened first of all I was starting to make videos with my friends mm-hmm. we yeah. would like shoot stuff um, and 
uh, I discovered um, editing, which was huge. What did you start on? Okay. Uh, <laughs> Premiere, Final Cut? No. Uh, Windows Movie Maker? Yes, the first one. same. The too? Same, with a 400-speed FireWire connector. The FireWire. Yes. So, and it was, Nerd it's so... I'm completely lost. It's I'll so, explain to you later tonight. It's Don't worry. so easy these days <laughs> to get footage from a camera onto a computer. Back then, it impossible. was... Impossible. It, it was a whole process. But once... You know, you figure it out, and you got like the FireWire. You install it, and then you got the cable. It was like magic. It's like almost like it that opens everything up yep. when you can actually edit. But the thing that Windows Movie Maker One did not have, I don't know if you remember this, uh, you could not separate the video and the audio. No, right? Yep. And I and I very quickly learned. Oh, that's a huge part of it. And so, so this would have been what two thousand and. Two, three? 2002, 2002. Yeah, okay. There you go. Well done. We're on the same, we're on the same page. <laughs> um, and uh, so it was that. And we even started to like make, st- uh, like in school, like if we would have an assignment, we would just like make a video. Right. We'd, like almost like make a little right. short film. And uh, I graduated to like, a, like the next video editing software. I don't remember what it was called. It was really like kind of buggy, but it would, it was. Were you writing these scenes that you were shooting? For your buddies, or collaboratively? At first, like no, we would kind of just wing it. Got it. But so at the same time, what I started, I was like, wait, I like movies a lot. I'm making these like short films. Um, There's this thing called screenwriting. Maybe I should check this out. Yeah. Because like making videos is so much fun, but like it takes a lot. You have to like corral a bunch of people. Yeah. Shoot stuff. Screenwriting you can do yourself and i'm like i remember back to second grade i'm a writer or Mm. i like writing i think i like writing i literally remember googling screenwriting and you know seeing the format and like um and so i started writing scripts in um microsoft word Uh, so you weren't like on the school newspaper any of that type of writing you just more creative it was more got it yeah it was always creative and um i just sort of i started kind of just diving into like screenwriting like educating myself but then also like writing scripts and i wrote my first uh, feature-length script when I was probably 16 or, or 17. Wow. Um, and it was... The Haunted House 2. It was Haunted House, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, yeah, it was an adaptation, actually, of that uh, short story. No, it was, um, it was like a Tarantino rip-off, oh, of, okay. of course. Um, it was so bad. But... Pulp nonfiction? What did what, <laughs> what, we write? It non, was... Uh, non-pulp fiction. Yeah. It, it was like... Um, I'm trying to remember. It was like it was kind of like a noirish kind of crime thriller okay. story. The premise wasn't awful, but the execution was just right. terrible. I think the good thing about it was I had fun doing it, and when it was done, I was I read it, and I'm like, this is really bad. Yeah, but that's okay. But oh, so you didn't you, you didn't read it and be like, we're gonna sell this? No, 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 They're no. Making this because I was that's I was, a good sign, I was, by the way. I was <laughs> compare yeah, I was comparing it to the stuff that was actually good. I'm like, this is doesn't even not even close to measuring up. Um, so it was kind of all that stuff happening mm. like when I was in high school at the same time. Um, and Charlie, who's my now writing partner, was one of those friends that we were we were making videos together. Oh, cool. Um, so that's so do you do you go between writing by yourself and collaborating, or is it collaboration all the time? Right now, because that's you know that that's what that that that's our job. We're we're a unit. We're pretty much a team. We're a team exactly. Right. A unit. Uh, and would you be willing it. to talk a little bit about that? Like, is his strength dialogue and yours is structure, or are you really good at imagination? He's more good at practicality, or do you both have overlapping talents? Like. Talk a little bit about 
that process? That's a really interesting question. I'm not sure. I think okay. some. I think sometimes like it's a depends on the project. Like certain things, certain things like one of us will have like an expertise on it. Like for example, like something we're working on now is um, it's set in the world of baseball, um, and I like. I mean, I like baseball. I don't really follow it, but it's like when it when it get to like kind of the technical jargon yeah. of a character like talking about like oh this player is really good because X Y Z. I'm just like uh, just when I'm writing it, I'm just like. See Charlie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, right, 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 right. Just something like baseball you know, stuff. Baseball stuff. Here. Baseball yeah. jargon. Yeah, of course. And then he'll he'll fill it in. Got it. Uh, so it's it's always like that. It's it's more specific than that. And the way that we work is that we we have these detailed outlines that we work on together in like a shared Google Doc. But then uh, when we go off to write it, we'll basically split it in half. Cool. And like one of us will take Act One and Act Three, and the other one will take Act Two, and they're usually like roughly similar size and then we'll swap was charlie as passionate about the same stuff you were high school through college or did you kind of have to like well this is the path i'm going and then he came in later he was so when he went to college <laughs> he was interested in in uh directing oh cool more. uh and i was more interested in writing, in writing. we weren't serious even though like we had like technically collaborated by making videos we weren't yeah. like seriously talking about working together we were just sort of we we had uh, me him and our other friends had just made stuff yeah and we knew that we all wanted to do this and after college Charlie basically came straight out here got it and he started he like became an assistant and did that whole thing mm -hmm. uh, I was in New York uh, well technically Jersey City but I was working in New York for a few years in uh, news and so I was doing that while. Charlie and some of our other friends already moved out to LA. We talked a little bit about this off camera, but you went to Quinnipiac University, which doesn't have a huge film program per se. At, so were you still just writing the whole time, or at the time, an English major? Like, what was your it, my my concentration was technically called media production. Okay, so I learned a lot of like kind of practical production stuff, and we're talking about like you know the studio that served me really well in my first job in news because I my title was literally multimedia producer. Got it. And I worked in a studio kind of very similar to this with the cameras live switching we had these um shows that i that i, that I crewed on um like live stream news shows and uh, we did a bunch of interviews that i would shoot and edit yeah but that's probably really helpful not only does it give you another skill to make right. money with but it also gets you kind of educated in how to conduct yourself on set how cameras and structure and editing work like that's got to affect in a good way your writing or I, I think so. I think in a few ways. I think, well, first of all, you learn how to, there's a, a storytelling ele element to right. it. Whether it's an interview or sometimes a package, like mm -hmm. you have to keep it tight. Um, you learn to work on deadlines because it's news and a lot of things are, you know, this is this is tied to the day's news. It has to get put out by but the yeah, right. day. Um, but then also, yeah, being in a production environment, well, it was interesting because it was a production environment, but also it was at a newspaper. So it was the a media environment, and then it was sort of a corporate environment. It was kind of all these things at the same time. Uh, and it was really, it, it, yeah, it was a really interesting job. But, you, but you found a job right out of college. It wasn't, like, right out. It Because, well, I graduated in 2009. That was the worst Yeah, the worst, time. yeah. But Oof. it was... Yeah, it was pretty soon. I was I was lucky in the sense that um, the summer before senior year, uh, a friend of mine who's also out here, who we're, we are collaborating with, he had a job at this place. Uh, he, he was he was kind of working a summer job, and they needed somebody at the last minute, like the summer before uh, my senior year. 
and he's like, can you do it on a Friday? He's like, can you can you come in on Monday? I'm like, yeah, sure. And I just kind of worked the whole summer full time. And so when they had an opening, that same job was like, oh, can you come back? Got it. So I, it wasn't immediately after I yeah. graduated, but yeah, pretty less than a yeah. year. And so, then, so, oh, go, go ahead. No, I was just gonna ask. So take us to the next next. So yeah. you enjoy writing growing up. Uh, into movies, enjoyed editing. That's very similar path for at least for me. What 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 made that jump now to get you out to, to Hollywood? To Hollywood. I I continued writing throughout college and then into uh, this first job. Although not as much as I should have. I look back, I'm like I should have written like five more scripts. <laughs> uh, but I you know I continued and uh, Charlie was writing stuff too. He was already out in L.A. and we were like you know send each other our scripts and like give each yeah. other notes. Then I moved out in here in 2012 because um, I had friends out here. My job in New York, I was kind of, I was done with it. It's mm. like, I was 25. It's like, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it now. Yeah. Um, and then I came out here and we kind of did what we did before, but on a bigger scale and just kind of made short films um, and then at a certain point, a were, few, you, were you roommates? Were you like writing? We were was not. Was this like a Ben Affleck, Matt Damon scenario? We, or? We, we were not roommates, uh, but we were yeah. like, like he would like make a short film and like I would um, help produce it, Got and, it. and vice versa. Yeah. And then like maybe a couple of years in, we decided like, eh, let's try writing together. Why not? That's the, that's the next thing. Because we Got had it. done it. We had written individually. Let's start writing together. And uh, the first thing we wrote was a pilot. And it's like that. That went well. I like to say like we didn't kill each other, so <laughs> that we can you know yeah. let's let's move on to the next thing. And the next thing that we wrote together was the first feature turned out to be Black Klansman. <laughs> Dang, yeah, that's crazy. I, you know, normally there's a bigger buildup yeah. to that, but you were just like and dunk. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. I mean, I do like to say like I I think I've I've either misspoken or been misinterpreted of like that was the first script that I wrote. Yeah, no, no. like we'd both written a bunch before. It was the first feature that we wrote together, so that that's like. But yeah, I mean, it's still uh, that happened. So that happened to get sold, and then also it's based on a book, is it not? So did you have to get the rights? Did yeah. You yeah. Get the... Can you let's walk back to take us through that process over uh, at least ten minutes of absolutely, yeah. absolutely getting the rights, structure, story right. idea. How'd you meet Spike Lee? Blah blah blah. Yeah. I will take you through step by yes. step. Love it. Disney love it. Tour. Yeah. We yeah. want to know. <laughs> um. Okay, so we'd written this pilot, and we were looking for the next thing. And then my writing partner, um, one, uh, what was it? Someone he went to high school with, so someone we both went to high school with, actually, posted something on Facebook. And it was about this amazing true story about this detective, Ron Stallworth, mm -hmm. in Colorado Springs, how he infiltrated the Klan in the 70s. And Charlie read the article. And then in the article, there was a link to this book that Ron had written a memoir about this investigation. And it was this small, like kind of independent uh, publishing company. It was almost like self-published. Yeah. And Charlie read it and sent it to me and I read it and we're like, wow, like this, I mean, this is a movie. Why isn't this a movie? Right. And Charlie reached out to this publishing company and we got in touch with Ron and we're like, Hey, like what's going on with this? Like, like, is this available? And it was, and so we put together this like uh, one page document mm -hmm. on like how we would do it. And we gave it to him and we met up with him. He was like, he was in town for, um, I think he was sort of doing like a, a book tour. And so we, we met with him 
and we what was the book called it was called black klansman oh it was just yeah two words no k in the middle got it um which i always thought that's a great title yeah that's that's uh that's the it's the high concept right it's the main character it's all the things say the cat tells you to have it's everything it's perfect (laughs) um and uh and we're basically like this is what we're going to do this is what we would do and ron was like great like go for it we found out later like he had tried a couple times to get this movie i was gonna say yeah uh, and it for whatever you know because these things yeah. often don't pan out they didn't so he was willing to just sort of take a you know why not we were so we never got the rights it was a handshake deal between us and wow. him technically we could have gotten screwed over screwed over yeah but we didn't it was a you know we were trusting Ron Ron was trusting us he's like you guys can do this but I want to be involved at at every point and we're like great so at every stage you know we wrote an outline we gave it to Ron and we got we had a phone call with him every draft we sent to him he gave us notes you know on on everything and also like sometimes like you work with people like about their true story and they're like well it didn't happen like that and it's tricky because when you're adapting a true story like you have to make changes you have to make it more cinematic there are definitely things obviously liberties you got to take you have to take liberties and ron was totally cool with that yeah that's um, good because you would have had a tough fight yeah. if you didn't. It well, you're you're also probably telling them like, listen, we're not doing a documentary. Like, we have if you want to make yeah. a movie, it's definitely. And being undercover, yeah. you're you know you're For being a, you're you're an actor. You're an actor, Correct. yeah. Correct. Um, and just to fast forward, I'm gonna continue this. Sure. Story. Fast forward. He does. He loves the movie. Oh, oh that's right. Right. that's a really good. Story. <laughs> like we've done uh, we've done some Q and A's after screenings, and like you know when you do a Q and A, you don't. You know, you go for like the last five minutes, and then you do the Q and A. But when Ron was doing Q and A's, like he would, he would watch the movie. He likes watching the movie. Yeah, <laughs> which is that's great. awesome. That's, um, and that's then, a good. Uh, I mean, that's a high compliment coming from the, you know, from the experience of the person. That's that's good. Yeah, because you want him to have a. Also, so, what a great resource to have the fact that he's was alive. It's not just based on a book that the guy passed away. You guys got to figure it out. Yeah, and yeah. like to have him there, like yeah. you know, giving us notes, notes. On, on on these things is extremely helpful yeah. um okay so this was 2015 we f- we found the book in july of 2015 at some point in this process of writing it charlie from being an assistant uh he 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 knew people he knew a few people and he knew this producer named sean uh sean reddick okay and he just sort of casually mentioned that what we were working on this to to sean and he kind of got excited about it and brought us in to pitch him and his partner he was working at at, at the time. He was working with a company uh, called QC Entertainment. Okay. Um, and so we... Have they have done anything before like that we'd know? Well, y- yeah, they had a few things, but they weren't like... They weren't like... It wasn't uh, Imagine Entertainment. It wasn't... It, it, yeah, yeah, they were right, big. Right. They were kind of up and coming. Got it. But they will soon have something... It's part of this story. So Got it. Uh, we we come up with this like fifteen minute pitch and we pitch it to 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 Sean and uh, the, the the guys at QC. By the way, is this your first time pitching a project? Ever. Okay. First time. Because ever. we've we've been experiencing this too. It's like we gotta work on this pitch and we gotta get ready. And then you hear from everyone like this is how you pitch things. It is I mean, we could we could just talk about pitching. Pitching, it's, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's a necessary evil for right. It's it's like funny because 
writers write generally because they're writers, not necessarily performers. Right. So then, but to get jobs, you have to become this performer. Well, you could also be the best actor ever, but if you can't audition, you usually don't get the part. That's a, that's <laughs> a great point. And yeah. like, I think writers should have more empathy for actors because we do the same thing. Aud- uh, pitching. Pitches, yeah. pitching is like auditioning yeah. in, in a lot of ways. You guys, the fact that you're actors, I think you have a leg up in the pitching department, you know? Yeah, we, we, yeah. yeah we'll see. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because you, you still act even when you sit at your keyboard. You just do it in your head. I guarantee you, you talk yeah, it out. That's true. That's uh, true. I mean, as a writer, I do more acting, probably writing, than I do mm. acting. That's true. Oh, well. And oh, so no, you have good. some that's skill. Good. I bet you yeah. you do. It's just having to do it in front of people what, in front well, of like a camera. So I do because I've specifically worked on performing. That's another thing. I tell writers to find find opportunities to perform. 100%. Uh, it's a huge leg up. That That's a, that's a, that's a separate because if you have a great right. script and you get nervous and can't pitch it, you kill it even though it's something great you just got in your own way. Totally, yeah. totally. Um, and so, yeah, so this was, we were still writing it. We pitched it. They liked it, and but it's not like the type of thing that they would have acquired at that point. Mm-hmm. They're like, right. the, best, the best result we could have gotten, which is what we got, was when you're done with the script, give it to us so that we can read it. And there, And then the key thing they said in this meeting was, we are working with Jordan Peele on his first movie, this thing called Get, Get Out. Out. Oof. Jordan might be like this would be an easy conversation to have, like with yeah. with with him. Like Jordan, <clears throat> the stars know, are all aligning. Jordan might be interested. Yeah. Right at the time, this was 2015. Yeah. Like no one knew what Get Out was. They were in early pre-production on it. I knew obviously I knew Jordan from Key, Key and Peele, yeah, same, of course, yeah. which was great. Um, that's not feature though. That's little comedy bits. It's so. not a horror movie, <laughs> right? Exactly, exactly. So we, you know, we didn't know, but it was still exciting because it's like, oh, yeah, Jordan Peele, like, sure. Um, so we finished the script. We were happy with it. Ron was happy with it. We gave it to Sean, and Sean gave it to Jordan. And you know, it didn't happen that quickly, but like at some point in 2016, we got the call. Like Jordan is in as producer, and maybe even director of this wow. thing. And we're like, oh my, like, okay, this is actually kind of becoming something. Not to real. cut you off, are you guys repped at this time? No. Okay. Not at all. You're about so you're to be real like, quick. <laughs> <laughs> you're like freelancing this the whole like just it, yeah, completely. Yeah. It's all handshakes. It's all, all like all of that. Yeah. All of that. More Charlie because he's better at the whole like yep. that that stuff. Yeah. So um, it's Tony. Yeah. I can do the thing, but he, he's there's always see. someone in the partnership who's better at, at at that. I think yeah. I mean when you ask about like oh like strengths like the whole like networking business aspect, it's definitely not me. Um, me neither. <laughs> you got you, you have to have that. <laughs> okay, right. Don't, I got don't it. Don't repeat that. I don't want anyone else to know. Got it. Like got it. All yeah. of the world. Got it. On got YouTube. it. All talent. All talent. Face talent. Got it. Got yeah. it. Thanks. Um, and so, um, okay. So Jordan's in as as a producer, and so this thing isn't really real for me until some point in 2016. We go to the offices of QC, and where where are these? These are here in LA. Yes, here in LA. And Jordan Peele shows up to give us notes on the script. And then suddenly it becomes real. Real, real. Real, real. <laughs> and this is like a couple days after he won an Emmy for Key and Peele. And, uh, and then it's just like, he's right right here. Yeah. And, you know, uh, it's us and Jordan and the other producers. And he's, we're just, we spent an hour talking about the script. And it was like, wow, like this is, this is amazing. And he had, he had some like great notes. For us. B- big changes or or not huge, stuff? not not huge. Was Ron there with That's you? Ron was not there. Okay, 
after that, this was kind of later 2016, I remember us leaving because they wanted to talk about Get Out, which was in post at that time. And then what happens? Early 2017, Get Out comes out. It's a monster hit. Yeah. I mean, like, I remember going opening weekend at the Arclight, mm -hmm. uh, it was like 8 p.m. Friday, and it was like the Cinerama Dome, and it was like totally packed. And like, I don't know if I ever remember a movie playing as well. Like, there's there's very few movies that play as well as that movie to a huge packed yeah. movie theater crowd. Yeah. Um, I also think because people didn't really know what it was. No. It that, kinda, that helped. It came out of nowhere. Yeah. And walking out, and everybody's just like talking about it as, and it's just like, this is gonna be a hit. Like you can just tell. In and the back of your mind, are you like, I know something you don't know? Like, <laughs> like <laughs> we, the director of this movie that's a hit is likes our thing. Yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah. I was, I was like, I, I had a kind of secret. I mean, obviously, like the movie was great, but also like I was also rooting for a movie for the movie selfishly. Right. You know. Yeah, because if it does well, yeah. yours is probably next. That's the thing. So Jordan, go overnight, he goes from this like respected sketch actor to the most sought after filmmaker in Hollywood, and we were its ne his next thing. Thing, yeah. And so that's where kind of the serendipity and the, and the luck comes in. Suddenly, you know, he's not going to direct it anymore, but he's our producer. Yeah, he's in, yeah. Did did he give any insight um, as to he quickly said yes to produce, but not was tentative about directing is it because he'd already directed one or he had a better he had spike in mind for it like i think it was it was like before get out happened i think he was well i'm, I'm not going to speculate i oh, know what okay. happened after he just wanted to do originals oh, Got it. it's okay. like oh get out like uh, he's going to be one someone who can actually and we've seen that yeah you know, he's got a new movie coming out yep. like he's someone who can you know make an original movie and people will come out there's no reason for him to to do our yeah. thing, um, but he called up Spike and just and 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 sent him the script. By the way, when we first started writing it, it was a joke between Charlie and I that Spike Lee was going to direct it. It was like literally a joke, yeah. um, and so it happened pretty quickly after that. Um, we we found out that the producers were meeting with Spike. And um, he signed should joke on. about stuff more often. Yeah, right, right. I, yeah. Put it out there. <laughs> million dollars. I'm gonna win it. Yeah, go, go. Yeah, that would be so funny, wouldn't it? Um, We're your friends too, if you yeah. win. <laughs> right, right. Included. Yeah. Uh, um, and then so, um, t take us through the. Obviously, Jordan walks it in, or at least hands it off to get Spike attached, and he's still yep. on board to produce. Yes. And then take us through that. But someone at Spike Lee's level is going to take this now seriously because a call is coming from Jordan Peele. Yeah, I mean that that's it. That's the he made the he made that connection. <clears throat> yeah. And so, now during this time, is there any contracts? Are you guys getting paid to write drafts yet? Are we, you? Is there anything? No. Well, we got an option purchase deal. Okay. In like 2016. Got it. We did sign that contract, um, but it wasn't like enough to let for us to like quit our jobs or anything okay. like that. It was just like a little bit of money and just like kind of locking us in. That's for the struggling people that are still watching our YouTube and listening. You just weren't yeah. getting paid to be writers yet. Not yet. Okay. Uh, just like a little bit of like an op option yeah. money, which yeah. is not that yeah. much. Um, and then once Spike is involved, like things kind of just go from there. The last thing, honestly, that we had to do or like I had to do was and this is so like specific and nerdy, but like we write in fade in the software mm -hmm. and Spike and his writing partner, Kevin Wilmot, were going to uh, do drafts and they uh, write in final draft. So I had to convert the file from fade in to final draft. 
and then you know when you do those conversions sometimes there's formatting errors so mm -hmm. i was i was sitting in the apartment in my kitchen in my apartment looking through final draft making sure there were no errors and i was like i've never been so self-conscious about a a document in my entire life because <laughs> this is going directly to spike away yeah uh so we do you write in final draft now uh no fade in still, fade still. In. okay yeah just curious um and so it it got sent off to uh, Spike, and then they were gonna do in the next draft, and then we're just waiting. To stop you there, because we've talked to other writers on here, was there ever a point where Spike Lee gets attached, him and his writing partner, they're like, okay, Craig, um, and then are they ever, do they ever say to you, here's 150 grand, go away, these are now, we're now doing, going in this route. Or did you guys have like a leg to stand on and be like, "This is our original idea. We got Ron." Like, like how uh, does that work? Well, I think it's mostly the Writers Guild. Okay. Um, you were protected by them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and and yeah, contract and everything. Got it. Um, and uh, if if there's multiple writers like that, there's it's probably going to go to arbitration through the Writers Guild. Got it. Uh, which is what happened automatically because Spike is a. He, if you're a director and you're also writing, it'll just automatically do that. Yep. And then we all got credit got it. of screenplay, which is appropriate because they, you know, they made some, you know, they, they did a lot of work on it. Yeah. Honestly. Um, but the next thing we knew, we were being brought into the offices of the producers to read the script that they had rewritten. And like they weren't going to send it to us um in a pdf because they uh. were the security was really tamped down on it it was like secret so it was so surreal like you had to drive to the office yeah. and read a physical copy there physical right? copy yep. Yep. in the o physical office and it was so surreal reading this thing it was like this is simultaneously this is our script it's also not mm. uh and it, because it's gone through the the pen of the these uh these two other guys one of which is a legendary filmmaker right uh, and it was just so surreal just seeing like, oh, yeah, yeah, that is that is our scene, but it's also like a little different. Yep. And then there were some like, you know, completely new things uh, that were that are very Spike Lee, you know. And um, and then, I mean, from there, there wasn't really much for us to do except wait for yeah. the movie to come Did out. Did you like his changes? You can say whatever you want because the movie's out. Yeah, I mean... For the most part, uh, yes. I mean, some of them were like, "Oh wow, like that's really interesting." I don't quite get it until I see it on ah, screen, right, right. Uh, right? Because he takes chances. He takes these chances, and the, he takes chances that like most filmmakers don't, and he also pulls them off. Yeah. Um, and he's so established by that by now that he can get away with all those things too. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, I'll give you an example. Early in the film, and this is the true story. Uh, a true part of the story, um, Ron goes undercover, uh, and he, there's this speech uh, by uh, the, the character Kwame Ture, and in our draft, we have the speech, but it's a very small part of it. And that then, you know, because it's, it's not necessarily about the speech, it's about Ron being in that situation. Yeah. Spike, you read it, it's a full speech. And Spike essentially stops the movie to have this speech get, you know, mm -hmm. uh, have, have it presented. Yeah. And again, that's something that's something that like not an, another filmmaker probably wouldn't even attempt. Yeah. But since he's Spike, he does it and he pulls it off. Got it. Um, so there's a lot of stuff like that. And then we're just sort of waiting. Now, at this point, 
the script it's an option purchase deal the script hasn't sold until it goes into production ah so we're waiting and then in like something like late the late part of 2017 it goes in production the script sells so then a few things happen around that time we get agents and we get a check and we quit our jobs. quit our day jobs <laughs> and become full-time screenwriters with agents um who get to start to go on meetings although we are also completely unemployed because there's no right job there isn't wasn't like a job waiting it's for funny us. how yeah. that happens yeah. i got a check and an award and a, and a script and, and i'm unemployed, I'm unemployed. <laughs> yeah yeah, I mean that's and that's the that's the nature of the yeah. of the business. Was there ever a time where you thought, okay, spikes attached, him and his writing partner, are, but this might not even go, or was it pretty guaranteed to be once spike? You thought attached. it was being made. I, yeah, you knew. It felt like it was barreling toward production. Okay, okay. and it, that wasn't just us like thinking yeah. like it was what we were being told of like, yeah, this is this is happening. Um, which was, I mean, this is, I don't want to downplay it. Like this was all mind blowing as it was happening. Of course. And especially like, I'd want to be a screenwriter since I was like 16 years old. Yeah. Um, second you know, grade actually. So yeah, technically <laughs> second grade. Um, but, and this is, you know, uh, I guess 13, 14 years later uh, after I started, you know, yep. screenwriting. Um, but, but yeah, like, so now we're in this situation where this movie is happening and we're starting to do the thing of uh, being a new screenwriter, which is go out and you know meet people absolutely but um during production were you ever tapped or brought on set or any consulting anything like that we never went uh we we probably could have but it was it was all it was mostly happening in new york and it's like we don't we want we don't want to you know there was nothing for us to do yeah there you know you'd probably just be in the way uh i've been on sets before even like sets where i'm like a producer and i'm like i'm just in the way (laughs) people <laughs> like there's people actually who I've have got jobs haunted house two to work on. <laughs> yeah, right right I should, I, should, there, I should be there not here yeah exactly <laughs> getting those ghosts in there so we went into production you guys got to check you got agents are the agents getting you out for pitch meetings are you like now they're sending us off on general meetings got it um we are, are asking you what your next thing is because you already are paid screenwriters yeah. and what do you guys got in the works yeah it's it's yeah. a lot of that and yeah. we had at the time, I don't remember exactly when, but like we had already sort of started working on or maybe had finished a draft of the, the next script that we wrote, but I don't think it was ready yet. Or no, maybe we were working on it. Got it. And that's something actually that's still, we're still working on to this day. We can talk about that. But um, uh, we were basically just meeting with these production companies, executives and like studios and stuff. And, you know, getting some opportunities to pitch on jobs. Right. Really. Um, and, you know, maybe do, you know, work on things, develop things yeah. or whatever. So since Black Klansman was an adapted screenplay, are they asking you for originals? Are they trying to see, hey, well, we have these IPs. Can you guys work on it? Or what do you guys think? What are your ideas on these? It was mostly that. Okay. Um, that Because that's what most of the open writing assignments for screenwriters are. Yeah. It's like there's IP. We, we need a writer to come in and... Uh, and, and adapt it yeah. into a movie or sometimes you know tv series yeah um so it was it was a lot of that but a lot of general meetings honestly are there's no it's general yeah there's no specific thing they just want to meet you and just just to right. meet you and and you know put a, a face to the name and then maybe something down the line it, you know it'll cool you can work together you know? uh can i i want to if i could i'd like to go in deep on the writing side of things and just yeah. ask like one core question of what's um what's one of your favorite elements of writing in terms of screenplay and then what's maybe the thing that's really difficult if if you have one 
Hmm. And it doesn't have to be so binary like that, but yeah. the thing you love or the thing you dread. Oh. Um I mean dialogue is always fun. Yes. Right? Dialogue is kind of just like having the characters talk is is that's that's probably that's dessert. That's dessert. Yeah. Exactly. What's your vegetables? <laughs> so vegetables sometimes can be like the whole structure and breaking story. At the same time, uh, that can be the most satisfying thing when you figure out a story problem. Yeah. You know, it's almost like it's like a, a crossword puzzle or something like that. You're trying to just sort of figure out how the pieces match. And then when they do, it's super satisfying. And do you write? So, yes, I agree with that. Um, the story structure is always the thing that it's. I think takes me the longest, but what, um, do you, do you kind of go through the same process every time uh, on it? Let's just say a uh, screenplay. Yeah. Cause TV and, and short stories are different obviously, right. but, um, do you start with note cards? Do you do the save the cat or are you more of a, no, I just outline. And then we both start breaking it up and taking page assignments. Like if you're allowed to what you're able Processes, to share, yeah. what, what's uh, what's a little bit of that process look like for you? It's a little bit different each time, but generally it's, outline first but it's like there's no like rhyme or reason to like there's no like specific linear step for it it's mostly a lot the way i like to look at it is like you go between the fifty thousand foot view and like the super super granular view fifty thousand foot view is like okay well what are the major incidents of each act or like even like what's the one major thing that happens in each act or like what's the where are we starting where are we ending um and then there's you can at this you know once you're there you can jump to so specific of well what's some like scenes that are going to be and like or like literally like what are some moments we want to have or some lines um and then you're kind of ping-ponging between those two things until the story starts taking shape i think the key is like to embrace how messy it's going to be because it's going to be so messy mm -hmm. yeah. uh for the longest time until it starts to take shape and so you're just sort of filling in all these things we i've tried to do the note card thing it doesn't really work for me i lose them or they just you know <laughs> yeah they yeah. just go everywhere i just there's just we just use like google docs or i'll use like the text uh thing on, yeah. on max uh there's no it's so messy that's that's the only thing that's consistent the messiness but you're both it. the same way um i think he's a little less messy Got than it. i i think we're i i yeah i think Got i'm it. a little bit messier maybe i don't know maybe Maybe, maybe, maybe we're both, but it's like, it ends up in the school doc. That's like an, an, you know, an outline form. And, um, and, and it ends up being super detailed because it has to be, because we're going to split it up. So I have to know what he's writing. He has to know what I'm writing. So it sounds like you definitely have a good, you guys complement each other on, on some, some amount of strengths or relationship in terms of breaking down and dividing up the work and getting certain things done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, if you could give us a little bit, of a little bit of insight on that as well. Like obviously writers fight creatively. That doesn't mean you're not friends and you clearly are successful at it. Like right, iron right. sharpens iron there, but I don't know if you're allowed to talk a little bit about that as well. I Let's see. Am I allowed? Um, <laughs> uh, well, maybe you don't want to show bit, you know, behind the curtain yeah. and that's okay too. Well, I, I think it's just, I mean, you're right. It's just like, it's any like creative partnership or like if you're in, um, you know, any sort of collaboration, like there's gonna be a there, there's challenges in that. Okay, well, you look at like a band. Bands when they record an album, everybody wants to get their songs on the record. Right. It's kind of like that with writing. Like you, you want to get your ideas in there. Um, the what I have found is, generally, if one of us like puts out an idea and the other one says yes to it, then that's gonna work. 
if one of us says, ah, that's not really working, then we have to figure out something else. And a lot of times there'll be a situation where we both kind of have different solutions to a, a, a problem and we're not really, neither of us are seeing the other side. And that means there's a third thing that's going to actually work. Got and it. We just have to work at it more, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is the, I mean, that's the really, that's the hard part. Just kind of keep iterating and just like working at it until the solution presents itself. Going back to Black Klansman from production to obviously the movie's done, gets released, I don't know, a year and a half. Uh, came out in 2018 or 19? 18. So okay. it, it went to production in 2017 and it came out in 18. It was it was fast. It was a fast. And then the Oscars episode. came 2019, February, yeah. right? Or whatever, yeah. March of that year? Uh, Yeah. So during that time, you're going on all these meetings. Are you getting hired for any jobs? Do you guys have anything in the works? Our first thing was it was like maybe 10 months after we start full time. Okay. Um, a couple of French producers hired us to write a pilot for oh. them. So that was cool because yeah. it was our first job. And yeah. then the next thing was not too long after that, we sold a pitch. Oh, awesome. That's hard to do. Yeah. Yeah. It was, well, that doesn't happen very often. Anymore. No, it was, so it, was, it was based on a book like a, a true story book. And what we did was our agents set us up on like, we pitched to like 35 different production companies over like three weeks. <laughs> it was insane. And this was like not a short, this was like a 25 minute pitch. But by the end, it might have been even been a 30 minute pitch because we kept like yeah. changing it, adding to it. And so, so you're really good at pitching. Yeah, now. when's your YouTube <laughs> tutorial coming out? Pitching? Yeah, yeah, right. I I don't know. I, I think we somehow at a certain point we got better, and better, and then we started getting worse. I think somehow. And this is the thing, like, cause obviously now pitching is different. It's mostly over Zoom at the time. Yeah. We're in, we're 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 there. There's no notes. We we have it. We we Memorized, yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but and sometimes we were doing like four or five in a single day, uh, and that was tough. But what was cool was there were a lot of people that we hadn't met yet. So that kind of doubled as like a general meeting. We're also meeting with them. And uh, out of that, some producers were interested, and then we had to pick a couple, and then we picked two. And so one producer covers these studios, and uh. another producer covers these. So then we had to go with them now. So at first, the producer's on the other side of the table. Now the producer is on this side of the table, yep. and the other side is the studio. Yeah. Not to mention, the producer has their notes, so we have to modify the pitch. So depending on which producer we're with, we have slightly different pitches. And who they're pitching to, for what? And I mean, you adjust pitches for each studio um, if you know what they're looking for. Yeah, yeah. Maybe there was a, like a little bit of that, but it was more of like the taste of the producer. Copy that. And then so we had another, you know, maybe seven or eight pitches to like these studios, and now and then they felt, you know, it was already nerve wracking before, but right. now it's even more because like these are the people who could, you know, say. Say yes or say, no. Say yes or no, right. Um, and then we ended up selling it, thankfully. Um, which was, so that was our first kind of like big So those, thing. for the audience that doesn't know, when you sell a pitch, you're just selling the idea, and then they're hiring you to hopefully go write the screenplay after that? They're, exactly. Okay. They're hiring you to write it. You will, um, yeah. And it's, because it was 25 minutes, it was one of those pitches where we laid out the entire story. Yeah. Uh, pretty much beat by beat. They knew exactly what they were buying. Got it. Um, uh, they're no longer like, are, like apparently, I don't know if it's real, but like they're back in the day, you could just like, you know, say, yeah. you know, astronauts, moon, yeah, sold, sold exactly. Yeah. It's not like that anymore, unfortunately. <laughs> um, that'd be great. Uh, so yeah, so it we we were basically hired. It was it was a job. It's selling yeah. a pitch, but it was a job really right. to to write this thing. Is that 
anywhere near production? It kind of got caught. It was it was sold to uh, Fox, well, Fox 2000, mm-hmm. which um, doesn't exist anymore. Disney acquired Fox and yep. then got rid of that division. So it kind of kind of got lost in the shuffle there. Is it in turnaround? Like, can you get the right? Like, is it? It it could be. Well, yeah. I mean, it technically I think could be in turnaround if another studio came in got to, it. to grab it, but that hasn't happened. Yeah, yeah. But you know. So now you win the uh, the Academy Award yeah. for best adapted screenplay. Yeah. With your partner, with Spike, with his partner. That's got to be you the most amount of heat ever is on you right now. I, are, did you feel like that? Or are you like, this is really awesome, but we still don't know what we're doing? Did you just walk around <laughs> signing autographs yeah. everywhere you go? Yeah. You have some private security. <clears throat> okay, well, on on that front, um, I mean, my phone was off during the ceremony, and then, you know, you turn your phone on maybe an hour after, and, like, yeah. everyone you've ever met is either life. texting you, <laughs> yeah. emailing uh, Facebook messages right. or whatever. And it took me days to, like, I did want to respond to people. There were people, like, I hadn't talked to since, like, middle school. Who uh, who reached out? Um, so that so that that was crazy. But in terms of the heat question, yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah, I mean that was definitely helpful, but it wasn't the big jump. Oh, the big jump actually was when the movie came out opening weekend, and um, the reviews were good, and it made it did well financially compared to its budget. Got it. Um, that was when. I, I that was the that was the big jump. Yeah, and that's it's interesting. That's what that's. That that's kind of how Hollywood works. Like, mm-hmm. Awards are great and everything, but it's like it's the. Does business. it make money? Yeah. It doesn't, doesn't make, make money. money. Doesn't make money. Yeah. Entertainment yeah. business, business part yeah. being the business part being <laughs> the business part. <laughs> the business part. <laughs> business part being the business in part. all of those people that were responding to you, Facebook, whatever. Did Miss Warren? Did did she reach out? Your second grade teacher. Did she did she know? Uh y- yeah well I don't know maybe uh, is she still alive I have no idea she is uh, <laughs> uh I uh Charlie and I since we both went to the high school we there was a sort of like um there's now a statue of you guys <laughs> yeah <it was> so, <laughs> that uh, is amazing I, I forget what it's it, it, there's it's like some sort of like hall of fame thing for our for our school and yeah. like and we got some messages uh our uh we we took this like film appreciation class in senior year mm-hmm. uh and so the auditorium's now named after you guys yeah, right. <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> no, congratulations well it, it it was more it was just like a virtual thing is it's a pandemic oh, so we, we got like a video message from um uh our our film appreciation teacher and also mrs warren that's amazing so so that was uh that was cool to see the the videos and then and then we had to give our awkward little uh, uh speech <laughs> right <laughs> did, awesome. you, did you one tear and you're like i'd like to finally thank miss warren for <laughs> that creative writing yeah. in second grade yeah maybe i should have you should have yeah it's all right we'll I, go back i and feel bad she's gonna bad now. she's gonna watch this by the way <laughs> so make sure you post go this ahead on and your cry Facebook. now yeah and we'll post okay. this and send it to can her. you yeah uh what are you guys working on right now like what are you um uh, so we also. Um, what is your wheelhouse? Like, obviously, Black Klansman was a certain thing. Yeah. Like, what do you like to write? What What we say is so. After that, it was like, um, because we I think before the podcast we talked about people being pigeonholed. Yes. And it's like you uh, pigeonholed maybe is not the right word. It's more of like you have like your thing. Yeah. You maybe just ask, what is your thing, right? Yeah. Uh, or wheelhouse. Um, we like to say we do like the genre take on true life stories. Okay. Because that's kind of like a nice thing. Yeah. But also, like, the reality hasn't necessarily borne that out. Yeah. I think the key is like we do like genre stuff. Okay. Um, even though, like, our first movie 
was nominated for awards, but we're not like prestige movie guys. We're like genre people. Got it. So we like like thrillers. Um, we like you know, and thriller you can, you can one degree away you can make it into so many things: mm-hmm. action thriller, sci-fi thriller, um, you know, uh, mystery thriller, all of that. So that's kind of our bullseye is thriller. Got it. And so uh, right now, also we're really we're really big horror fans, horror thriller. So we are right now trying to do a horror project that my writing partner uh, is going to direct, is attached to direct. Oh, wow. So we're in the process of, and we actually got our other friend involved in that. We made like a proof of concept short film and then we wrote the script and now we're trying to kind of get that on its feet. Very cool. Um, we're working on a studio. Su- I was going to say, so you're doing original things as well as getting trying to get hired by studios to do IP stuff. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Um, how long was the uh, proof of concept relative to what the script will be? Oh, you, oh, you mean the, like the the short the film? Short, yeah. um, that was like twelve minutes, and a- the... and for a feature screenplay, correct? The, uh, yeah. yeah, you're flushing it out to become a feature. Exactly, screenplay? exactly. Yeah, the feature is like I don't know, hundred pages okay. or so. You're not doing TV out of any of this stuff. No, but it it, it could. It, this thing actually could be. It could be. TV, so yeah, I don't know. I see you. <laughs> yeah. We we've 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 tried to do a few TV things. It's mostly been features. Um, I think Mr. Robot was a, a feature script that they broke up into. A oh, really? Seasons, so it's possible. These days, uh, certain things can go one way or the other, and some things kind of do. I mean, yeah. successful film franchises have a TV show that that's spawned out of it. It's just nice. How how it is, right? Yep. Um, and so yeah, so we have a studio assignment we're working on right now, and then like that. That script that we wrote after Black Klansman, we're, um, you know, it's we're, we're still it's still alive. The Fox two thousand one? No, no, oh, it, oh. A, a spec, a, an, okay. an original spec. Got so it. we're still sort of um, that that one's still alive, um, and then we have a few other things just sort of on the, you know, yeah. But you know, it's like you have all these irons and you don't know what's going to take what's going to take yeah. off. So right. I got two quick questions. One, what's one or two movies that you really liked growing up? Like one of your favorites. You don't have to answer that right away. But number two would be. As you've had success in writing, have you decided to add on any hats? Like, I also want to edit now my thing that gets shot. Or, no, I just want to produce and write. Or, forget it. I have success at this. This is what I want to do. I'm going to take your second question first. Um, I don't think I'm going to seek out editing anymore. I've I've done it. I really like it. But now I can hire somebody who's better at it than me and, like, kind of just stand behind them uh, if I'm ever going to, like, direct. And to your point, we are starting to get into producing a little bit. That is definitely something that I'm interested in. Not so much for the, like, the putting out fires on set type person, but right. more of in a creative sense yeah, right. of, like, help sh- helping to shepherd things, development, giving notes and stuff like that. Um, and then directing, you know, maybe it, that that's always... A, a, I also a, saw that you took some. Um, were you an improv actor? Or did you like doing that at uh, one point? I was, and I am. Oh, there you go. And we were talking about performing. Yeah. Um, that's been my kind of the performing aspect of it. And did that initiate because you wanted to get more confidence in the room, or you just liked comedy? I uh, all of the above, but that it started way before I was a professional screenwriter. Got it. I was always interested in it, but it always like terrified me. Yeah. Um, because I'm not, I, you know, I, the last time I'd been on stage was like fifth grade in my fifth grade play. And, um, but I knew, I think it was something that was, oh, that was interesting to me. I saw an improv show in New York on the day that I left my job 
uh that was just it was just like incredible like it was so yeah. i was so impressed by it i nerdily i wanted to know how okay there's a method i want to know the method yeah. it's just like really interesting so i started um not long after i moved out here i t- started taking classes at second city here second city Hollywood. Hello, yeah, yeah. um and immediately it was it was like a light bulb it was like well i'm i'm still afraid of this but this is exactly what i need um and i've just i've continued that Very and cool. and it's it's helped me with pitching because pitching is a performance but it's also riffing with executives and producers and yeah. stuff that's all improv is is just you know taking the somebody's idea smart that you yeah. do that yeah. Yeah. i bet you that's actually paid off in a lot more ways you probably can't even quantify probably yeah. probably um and then what movies was, oh favorite movies. movie so okay or a gr- couple favorite movies well huh? growing up i think seeing jurassic park in the theater when i was in first grade i think was was very um I, I think that was that kind of it was it, that was big, and not not to be like so cliche of like it feels like everybody of my generation would say that it's a good movie. It's that, yeah. Um, and I think at the time I was like I really like dinosaurs, but I think I realized later oh, I think I really like movies. Huh. Right. You know? Um, and not to stay with uh, Spielberg uh, creature <laughs> features, but it was also Jaws. I think Jaws was the other thing, and. Uh, uh, obviously, I didn't see that in a theater, but I, I, that was just on TV always yep. uh, growing up. And um, I don't know, something about those two movies. I could probably say a bunch of others, but those, are, I don't know. Those are the two big ones? That, 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 I don't know. That just sort of Absolutely comes to picks. mind. Um, man, you just, you just like skipped so many roadblocks and yeah. hurdles. You were just like, nope, nope. Yeah, Jordan, super lucky. I mean, it was, Spike Lee, it was almost, and I have an Oscar. It was almost too fast, right? It was almost <laughs> yeah. just like, Boom, boom, boom. Like, it was like, yeah, almost too fast. But it's also a little insight, a good look at, at Hollywood, because even though you guys were successful in a short period of time, like, you guys aren't necessarily doing, you know, 80 movies. Like, you're not getting hired to write, you know, the next Tom Hanks movie, like, right away or something. Sure. You know, yeah, you, we're you still, guys are still grinding. We're still in it. Which yeah. is, yeah, and, which is... And to actually piggyback right off that, and, and by no way do I mean this as, like, an insult or a pejorative, but if... You, you know, you see this at bands sometimes where they have one hit song and you yeah. never hear from them again. Yeah. So, and not that I want that for you, nor do I think that about you, but what have you done in your own life with also with your writing partner as well to make sure that you guys stay focused and understand it might be three years before you sell something again, or it might be six months before you get a phone Not call. just sell something like we were talking about earlier, get it made. Get it made, yeah, yeah. get it produced. I mean, because that, that's the true currency of right. professional screenwriters right. is getting something, getting a produced credit. Right. We have one, we want the second exactly. one. Exactly. Right. And that hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Um, you guys are just going to continue to work and grind, and then hopefully they do get made. That's but it. at the same time, you still want to get paid as a writer Absolutely. for and, jobs. And yeah, just and yeah. Stay, in, stay in the game. Yeah. I think it's, it's one of those things where you have to, like anything in Hollywood, because it's so hard, you have to be focused on the process and not the result. You know, right. mm-hmm. if you're if you enjoy the process, then you'll be fine. If you're only focused on, on the result, result yeah. you will just constantly be in failure yep. and you won't be able to work well or, or create stuff. Yeah. You know, that's like the best button we could ask for. That is the best button. <laughs> we're going to wrap it up with that because we're about at an hour. Oh, oh, one last question. We ask everybody who oh, comes yes. on. It's mm. just theoretical. If you hadn't have made it, uh, if you hadn't gotten an Oscar your first time out. No. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had to say that before. No, I'm. Um, if you hadn't done writing for whatever reason, just doors didn't open up or you just didn't make that choice, is there a second thing that you think might have called to you hmm. or that you might have done? That's a very good question. 
I can think of a few things. I might have, because I was in news, I might have uh, been in journalism. Hmm. Maybe. And, but it's like journalism is also it's extreme, extremely hard. Yeah, it's, 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 it's still, yeah it's, it's still storytelling. It's also very hard, yeah. uh, especially these days, to, to, to make a living in. Um, part of, of, there's a version of me that just is working a very kind of boring nine to five corporate job Boo. um sorry for you corporate people <laughs> i apologize but yeah that that's absolutely uh, could have been a possibility um maybe maybe a teacher yeah maybe a teacher yeah yeah one of those cool. teach creative writing and english probably and inspire Pro- other kids yeah i want to be the cool english teacher yeah now do you go back and into your high school and or quinnipiac and talk ever or has everything kind of been I, virtual I've, these days i've yeah i've, I've done some virtual yeah uh, mentorship or talk like to like like talks yeah. like to to like classes and stuff like yeah. that and you know that there's um yeah there, there's opportunities to like to to answer questions and stuff like that well dude this has been awesome thanks for coming in I yeah mean, of course i mean you're kind of you know we're all around the same age and you're doing stuff but like you're still we're all in the same boat we're all grinding we're all trying to make it and even if you do have the small successes like the way you're looking at it i think is perfect because it's you know, you kind of put in the rear view and you just kind of focus the head. Yeah. I mean, and yeah, uh, that, that is totally true. I think that's something that um, because we're, a, a, you know, being in L.A., we're around so many people right. who are trying to do this thing. We kind of understand it. And even if like, and I know a lot of writers who they are, they're professional or they're like just starting to, to break in. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we're all dealing with the same thing. Yeah. It does. It doesn't matter. But I think your perspective is incredibly healthy. You got to fall in love at least a little bit with the process. Yes. Because if it's only result oriented, which is nothing wrong, I want good results too. Sure. But that can't be the driving force. Cannot you be. Will, yeah. You will punish yourself. You will leave this place and yeah. this industry, and you will be bitter and probably unhappy. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, um, we're going to wrap it up here. Uh, everyone listening, thank you again. Uh, please hit that uh, like button and even more so the subscribe button. Um, I think that's all I have unless you David, want to say it. David, best, thank dude. you. Thanks really for having me. Appreciate it. Appreciate you here today. All right, everybody. Uh, signing off for now. We'll see you next time. Have a good weekend.